We're traveling to two English-speaking countries for the next leg of our tour, but if we want to travel to Japan or like Poland, we should use Rosetta Stone to learn a language. I'm definitely traveling to Japan and Poland, and I'm definitely using Rosetta Stone to learn a new language. We have to make Who Weekly multilingual with Rosetta Stone. That's been a fantasy of mine for a long time, Me to too. be a bilingual podcast, and the only way to do it is by using Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. They've been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They're known for their fast language acquisition because they immerse you in many ways. There are no English translations. You really learn to speak and think. There's an intuitive process and they're designed for long-term retention. They have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And it's an amazing value because Lifetime Membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in your entire life. That's Lifetime Access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership at 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a headline from the Daily Mail. It's themy, sorry. Taylor Swift's whirlwind romance with soulmate Travis Kelsey has produced 138 <laughs> tons of CO2 emissions <laughs> in three months, and the singer would need to plant more than 2,200 trees to offset the damage. Well, let's get planting, honey. <laughs> Taylor, 34, owns two planes, a Dassault Falcon 7X and a Dassault Falcon 900. Bullet 2. In three months, her journeys to see Travis have used up 12,622 gallons of jet fuel. And number three, Singer was named the biggest celebrity CO2 polluter of the year in 2022. Oh my God, she's going to get it in 2023 She's going to get it again. Wow, two years in a row running. I just want to see Taylor Swift plant more than 2,200 trees to offset the damage. Well, the problem is she'd end up paying people to plant the 2,200 trees. The 2,200 trees would be shipped in from somewhere. What like, there's mean? no she's way she's jo- offsetting this damage. It'd be job damage. creation, you know. They'd produce some oxygen. She could, like, build the whole park in Kansas City. Uh, if she wanted. Talk about talk about tree pain, am I right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> tree, do uh, I have a job for you? Sends Tree the link to this article and says, I'd like you to plant 2,200 trees. <laughs> Tree's like, this is not. What did I get in? in what did I get contact? into? <laughs> this is very like, I'm not sure if it's, there's something sort of like fern gully adjacent, like a fern gully oh, update that's about Taylor Swift's carbon updates. footprint. And it's called tree pain because the trees are in pain. Get on that tree. <laughs> get on that tree. On, honestly, though, if anyone could like is good at mobilizing, it's tree pain. If, tree, if Taylor Swift like suddenly really did need to plant 2,282 trees... But if anyone's going to solve the climate crisis, it's Swifties. I, you know, like the Swifties, if, we if have no Taylor put them otherwise. to work, they we'd fix it. Imagine if each Swiftie planted a tree. I, I have a feeling Swifties would be very good at carbon capture. I don't know how, but I think they'd Not figure it out. Not carbon capture. I think they would figure it out. My heart is a Christmas tree farm where the people would come to dance under sparkling lights. Have we, here's my question. I know we're excited about this Ali Alexander announcement for reasons we'll get into in a second, but have we done him before? I think we have. I because of years and years and because of that Russell T. Davies show he was in. I actually like could not tell you. I, was the only thing I know about him title. is that I saw years and years at that awful venue at Terminal Five one time. Oh, uh, uh. I know, gag. But I remember him being really good and being like, "Whoa, like." Oh, interesting. You know, because I hadn't experienced before. This is big. Every year, the UK, there's always rumblings of the UK bringing in somebody really good for Eurovision. Like a, a and real ringer. Like a real, just someone we'd heard of before. Like they had that YouTuber, that guy Sam, who I think was a big deal in some good. circles, who was good, but he yeah. was like a cover artist, TikTok. It was like a different like realm. Sam Ryder. Yeah, this is a real pop star. Like, again, I don't think that means you win Eurovision at all, but mm-hmm. at least we're like, 
the the dissonance between like there are a lot of British pop stars and why can't the UK do well on Eurovision is pretty mm-hmm. funny always every year. So now they're saying let's get a guy who we can put in the ring. Put in the ring. I'm Fight. looking through past UK Eurovision submissions. We had Walking on Sunshine Girly one year. That was We did have Walking on Sunshine Girly and I'm looking through other ones and in 2013 we had Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> As yes. in the Bonnie Tyler. Yes. In 2012, there was Engelbert Humperdinck, actually. Sure. Uh-huh. The year before him was Blue, the boy band Blue. Well, so th- there's a difference between the people they bring back who are already stars and the people who actually are broke are broken as stars through Eurovision, mm-hmm. right? So now we're yeah. at the era where we're like bringing back people mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, it's been a while. I think it's, it seems like in terms of, I mean, maybe British people will recognize some of these people. To me, it's been 10 years since they had someone who was like pretty famous outside of the, the competition. Right. Bonnie Tyler. I'm excited for them. I'm so happy yeah. for them because last year there were rumors it was going to be Rena. And then mm-hmm. she was like, "No, it's not no. me. <laughs> no, and but, but now I was so it's willing to believe that when it was the Rena rumor, right? Because every year we're told the UK is working on something big. We're gonna get a big star. Mm-hmm. I think the only years and years song that people might know that broke out a little bit was Desire, right? Mm-hmm. So Ali Alexander, gay singer slash actor, more famous in the UK. I kind of thought, this is interesting, I guess, slightly, vaguely, minimally, maybe not that interesting at all to me. Okay. Well, Because when Years and Years came out, not Years and Years, when, what is the show that he's in? The uh, Sin? It's a Sin. It's a Sin. Russell T. Davies show, big UK gay TV guy. So that comes out. Ali Alexander is like very well received in that show. I mean, His everyone is, is in so that show. Nice to say. And I was like, oh, I guess he's going to be an actor now. But he's coming back to music. Like I haven't heard about Ali Alexander's music since he was an actor in It's a Sin. And I think that's interesting that he's going back to his roots, so to speak. There's a little Troy Savon going on here. Mm-hmm. There's a little of, uh, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> there's a little, <laughs> there's a little that. The other thing is, as you know, Eurovision is more about the song it's supposed to be more about the song than the performer which it's probably mm-hmm. not but it's supposed to be and he's working with uh danny harl danielle harl who who's you know a, is the producer his, who's worked with what's Charlie, danny harl's thing? Lana. City, what's his thing um what is that what does he call his company what's it called you know what i'm talking about yeah why am i not it's a super computer computer it's, computer time pc no. pc pc music pc music <laughs> yes pc music computer time <laughs> super competitor Computer time. Gateway. We get there. Dell. Yeah, it's Danny and A.G. Cook, and they've done PC okay, Music, cool. and they've done Caroline Polachek. They've done, you know, it, lots of people. This is exciting. I mean, this is exciting. I don't know. We always we always get excited for Eurovision because we're excited for it, but we also just get it. I think this is somebody who we would actually maybe talk about on the show who just mm-hmm. happened to have joined, you know, the competition. It's also just I feel this is exciting because it feels big for the show. It's like, oh, yeah, we're, and bigger we're, than we're, just like oh, Madonna's started. performing in mm-hmm. the halftime, which is so funny. They always make a big deal about that, and I don't think that ever really matters. Weirdly, like even when the show books kind of a intermission type performer who is like outside the competition, it's almost like okay, either join Eurovision and enter or get the fuck out. I don't care mm-hmm. that you're just like there singing a song. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like no one cares. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, when Rita did it, and we everyone was like, "Woo!" and it was like, "What?" Right. Remember when the girl was playing basketball like on stage and then Rita comes out? Very strange, strange, strange. Moving on. I feel like it's a bit like a spiritual homecoming for me because I love the Eurovision so much. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel very excited to be part of it now. It's such a celebration of joy and fun. I love how the theatrics, the drama, there's such like an amazing chaos of just such a mixture of different musical styles, all these different performers. You just get so much in one night. So it's just so fun and camp. The whole thing is like what you can get on the stage in that short amount of time, that quick turnaround, how you can wow everybody. You only have a certain amount of time. You only have a certain amount of people. What's it going to look like? What are you going to do? So yeah, I'm thinking 
more thinking about it now. We have almost talked about tanks maybe 1,000 times, and then we're always like, I don't want to do tanks. I don't want to talk about tanks. Tanks is a TikTok person who we've, who I think people ask about a lot, but like there really isn't much to go off say? of here. There's not well, much to say. It's the classic thing since the early pandemic. I'm impressed by this girl's kind of glow up in terms of like making the most of this 15 minutes of fame, which has been extended, you know, three years of fame at this point. Like she's got the podcast. She's on Sirius. She's like the book. Good morning, Elle. I'm Tinks. Thanks for waking up with me. We are going to go through my very, very elaborate morning routine. So let's get started. Hi, guys. It's Tinks. And tonight. Oh, sorry. Hi guys, it's Tinks. I'm gonna take you through my nighttime routines. Hi guys, I'm Tinks, and we're gonna go down in my DMs. She has her own Tabasco hot sauce, a bowl at Chipotle, a show on Sirius XM, and now a book. Known as Tinks, TikTok star Christina Jarre sat down to have Java with Jamie in West Hollywood. She was canceled, and then she sort of weathered the storm of that. Yeah, you so know? it's so like, this girl is already in her second life cycle. Tinks. Tinks is known as TikTok's big sister, which I'm so annoying. Girl, because what wash she your does feet. is, remember her? She'll be like, Girl, Here's wash your box hands. theory. Yeah, wash your face, wash that's your the, feet. Yeah, that's the other girl. Clean your pits, wash your legs. Girl, use a planner. Yeah. To my millennial sisters, we can still have our going out tops, but they just have to look a little different now, and we have to wear them a little differently now. Because I was very disoriented when they said, You can't have them, that's chuggy, blah, blah, blah. I love them. What the fuck else do you wear wear when you want to go out and look nice? Anyway, a belt really helps. She uh, um, she went to Stanford. She, went she to did go to Stanford. Stanford. She went to Stanford well, and grew up I'm in sorry, London. We're all but taking she... advice from somebody who went to Stanford. Yes, she's also she's American. She grew up in London. She went to Stanford. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's her sort of vibe. She now has a show on Sirius and mm. a book that I guess did okay here's my story when yes. we were at the serious offices on whose show are we on John Arthur Hill John Arthur um, Hill yes duh Great we were time. on John Arthur Hill show at Sirius on Radio Andy on Radio Andy mm-hmm. and we're waiting in the lobby to get signed in oh right and I guess Tinks's book was about to come out or had just come out because there were all of the guests were Jill Zarin was there whatever the show Jill Zarin the uh, Smith sisters were there too. Like well, they a lot have of people a show, were there that but day. Jill Zarin well, they're was usually like, not in the right. office. Mm-hmm. Jill Zarin was there too. Mm-hmm. I only saw the back of her head. Anyway, mm-hmm. as we're sitting there waiting to be pulled into uh, John's studio, there was this there was this employee of Sirius walking around with this giant box of Tink's books, <laughs> going, "Do you want a Tink's book? Do you want a Tink's book? Do you want a Tink's book?" And I was like, "This is." So funny. I wasn't offered this a This is the funniest book. thing I've ever seen. I would have taken it was before a you book. Got, it was before you got in. Oh, did you? Because I was there offered? first, rarely. You weren't offered a Tink's book. No, I was offered. I said no. Oh, you said no? Yes. Oh, you could have been reading the Tink's it book. It was heavy. Also, there. I, it was heavy. Okay. I don't need to add that. Okay, she can write. I don't need to write. add that to my Okay, pile. well, she can write. Here's the thing. Yeah. Tink's did a day on the life in Us Weekly. Of course she did. What's her life And like? we found out. What's her day like? She's taking DJ classes. <laughs> oh, no. What is the actual headline? It's like, Tink's, TikTok star Tinks is taking DJ classes. I'm not against taking DJ classes, but you wouldn't no, catch me. I'd love me, to know how DJ works. But you works. wouldn't catch me dead admitting I'm taking DJ classes. Like, that would not be something that I would put out there. Why do you think? I think it's interesting to take a class. I love when adults take classes. Sure. You know, woodworking and other betterment things. Uh, Spanish. But if I was sewing. like out here take a sewing class. telling, great, tell tell as many people as, as you need to tell to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm never telling people. I'm never admitting to other people that I'm taking a DJ class. Sorry. Absolutely not. She said, I started DJing with my best friend, Lucas, and I'm having so much fun. Either you just become a DJ out of nowhere and I support you so much and love you because you're talented. <laughs> but you never say, I'm going to DJ You don't want to see the journey. No. And I guess they didn't have DJ classes at Stanford. You know, huge, huge mistake for them. She could have been already a DJ. She also had in her day in the life, she had this post that said, 9.30 a.m., Tinks visits her favorite barista, Tracy, at a local Jack's Stir Brew Coffee. Quote, we always have good gossip about what's going on in the neighborhood, she shares. And I was like, 
where's Jack Sturbrew Coffee? And I Googled it. There are so many locations in New York City, and I've never heard of this place. And Wait, I've what's never it been called? to this place. Jack's Stir Brew Coffee. I'm just like, where That's did this come for from? You. That's are you like upset? I'd be I'm upset. I'm not upset. I'm just I'm just I genuinely surprised. There are uh, looks like seven locations in New York City. Jack's Stir Brew Coffee. I've never even seen the logo. Organic coffee shop and it's vegan very Manhattan. Bakery. One of the other reasons Tinks is annoying to talk about is because like Tinks. Because Tinks got famous in 2021, I believe. Yeah. People were, and, and it was, you know, COVID where everyone was at home. People were doing their research on people. <laughs> you know, like, what have you tweeted in the past? And so as Tinks was getting very popular oh, on Tinks TikTok, got people were looking for her tweets. She was calling and they people like, fat, right? She was calling people fat. She was yeah. calling people disgusting. She was uh, t- p- posting retweets in support of, like, Boris Johnson and the Trump family. And then she's like, I actually didn't vote. So uh, <laughs> whatever. Sorry, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. So <laughs> whatever. Sorry, leave that's me alone. funny. Yeah. She also... When you um, border on giving mean girl or giving or giving kind of like big sister energy, sometimes that goes over into just being mean. So, it's tough say, out here for mean girls, you know? Something, some big sister energy is also What's like her name? Christina. Scary. Okay, her name is Christ- Christina. Christina oh, yeah. Najar. Can you tell that I'm a big sister? You, It's terrifying. Christina Najar. <laughs> imagine, imagine being my little brother. I was very scared Horrible. of my sister until I just became... Totally, I'm kind of still scared uh, of your sister. Respectful of her. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. But, you know, growing up with a big sister, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. No, true. I mean, truly, you really are. And you should be. One time my sister, we, my mom picked us up from school. And, no, we were waiting in my mom's van. I love that. And my mom wasn't in the van yet. The minivan? And we got Family in the minivan. Van. The ugliest, ugliest minivan you've ever seen of in your course. entire life. The finger the finger family van? Uh, uh, when I tell you, ugliest <laughs> The ugliest minivan you've ever seen in your entire life. It was a Dodge Caravan, I believe, 94, classic. Four, nine, 93, 94, classic, 93, yeah. 93, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R- solid red. Ugh. A black stripe on the side if you had a normal minivan. And then chrome <laughs> hubcaps. No. My mom got the gold package. It was a gold stripe on the side. Oh, my God. Gold hubcaps. So it was wow. red and gold. It was the most hideous thing <laughs> in the entire world. It was so embarrassing. My, for my entire life, I thought that the only reason they got that car was because it was, like, the cheapest color on the lot. And I brought this I brought this up recently, and I was like, we, were, we saw a photo of it. And I was like, God, I forgot how ugly that car was. It was so gross. And my sister was like, oh, that car always reminds me of when I had mono because I threw up in the back seat of that car. Like, what a disgusting car. <laughs> my mom was like, you didn't like that thing? Oh, I thought it was so adorable. And I was like, you chose this? You chose this. <laughs> Ugliest. It's so ugly. So what we're saying I'm is. I'm so sorry for that tangent. <laughs> how do we even get to a minivan? Big sisters. Big sister energy. I don't even think I, Can't I'm not be intimidating. sure. We, I'm just saying we don't. I don't know if we need this in culture. I think that's what no. we're both trying to say. Is like we're interested by the idea of her being a big sister and who wants that, you know? But I guess it's not if you if you actually think about it and you unpack the idea of like, oh, here's this woman who is becoming known for being TikTok's big sister. It's like if you think about it for two seconds, ticking time bomb. It's like big sisters can be a little mean. Big sisters right, right. Big sisters are calling people fat in old tweets that they did not have now yes. deleted. Right. This I find weird. She finally um, addressed them at some point, and and like I said, she addressed her cancellation. She addressed her old tweets, and then she like moved on. And I think her fans moved on with her. She wrote in her explanation. Uh, I'm not going to read this part. I'm more interested in this notes app that she put. Oh, okay. I always say, if you're not cringing at yourself a year ago, you aren't growing. Fair. I always, I always say, I just hate, I hate self-help people where it's like, this is the thing I always say. And I talk about box theory, but there she is. And now she's, she's saying, a DJ. you know, I'm beyond embar- embarrassed and I want to take accountability. Whatever. She yeah. wrote that. She apologized. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was insecure. And so are a lot of people who, you know, comment on other people's appearances. Not a nice thing to do. <laughs> and now she hosts a serious show in which she doesn't comment on people's appearances. And no. she talks about. Vanderpump Rules or wash their face. No, that's a different woman. I know. I'm just saying it's that <laughs> genre of advice. Also, not to be like whatever, but big sister energy is being like commenting on people's appearances. Like, like <laughs> that. Like, I'm just. It is interesting to be like 
we're we're putting this girl up on a pedestal because we're like she gives like mean big sister energy and then mm-hmm. we're like but she's too mean but like not that not mean like that it's like mm-hmm. well beggars can't be choosers like you guys gave her this you guys you guys uh, gave her this platform like you put her up on the pedestal what'd you big want her to say energy is like big sister energy is like putting on an ugly shirt that you think is kind of cute and then you like walk out of your bedroom and your sister sees you in it and just starts laughing at you. <laughs> Why are you wearing that? <laughs> uh, anyway. But then you okay. got to love your big sister. Do you? And you look back on those moments Talk to laughing. my brother. Yes. <laughs> we'll have a conference call. <laughs> I'm so excited that you would grace us with your presence. Oh my God. I mean it. I'm like hanging on your words. Talk about why they're calling you the big sister of TikTok. I like to give out advice. Mm -hmm. I think it's all about sharing information. And if I have a tip that can save a girl a couple weeks of agony over thinking about a boy she barely even dated, then that's a win for me. How much of this same? Lindsay, what is Rakuten? Tell everyone. I use. I have Rakuten. I'm looking at it right now in my browser, but explain. You're good at explaining what Rakuten is because you love it. It's the smartest way to save money when you shop. Duh. No. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is, but I'm, you're not, I'm not really telling you what it is. That's what it does. It knows where you're shopping. It says, here's how to save money. It gives you cash back for all types of stores. Mm-hmm. Sephora, Macy's, Ulta, Adidas. I just actually got some cash back. I get it sent right to my credit card. It goes on my credit card as points, which is incredible. They partnered with over 3,500 stores across every category, beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, etc. You're already shopping online anyway, so why not save some money while you're doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Yeah, sometimes they're higher, sometimes they're lower. They have over 17 million members who are already saving right now. And Rakuten members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Lindsay, was part of that you? Of course. And you can start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let me guess, your medicine cabinet is crammed with stuff that doesn't work. You still aren't sleeping, you still hurt, and you're stressed out. That's how it was for us. So we cleared out our cabinets and reset our health with CBD from CB Distillery. I like CB Distillery because I like CBD, but not all CBD. Mm. Sometimes you take CBD and you're like, yeah. this didn't do anything. Fair. You're like, did this do anything or didn't it do anything? Mm-hmm. I honestly can't tell. And then mm-hmm. sometimes when you take CBD that works and you feel something, mm-hmm. you're like relieved. Mm-hmm. And CB Distillery, I'm like, okay, this is actually working. A little drip drip into the tea before bedtime? Into the tea. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. I like it for sleep. That's what I use CBD for. And this one's a little dripper. You can a little drip drip yeah I a little like dropper turmeric tea you know Ooh, I love a little drip tea. drop if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief make the change like we did to cb distillery and with over two million customers and a solid 100 money back guarantee cb distillery is a source to trust we have a 20 percent discount to get you started visit cbdistillery.com and use code who for 20 percent off that's cbdistillery.com code who cbdistillery.com how much of the same chiara Ferragni was fun. I've never this is new for me I've never seen this kind of scandal before it's yeah kind but of, you but we've talked about Kiara oh yeah I know we don't have to because she's, she's like a, a very glamorous she's, influencer. she's glam she's a fashion influencer she's married Italian. to uh, Fedez I'm probably getting the accent wrong but she got fined for an Instagram post or an Instagram uh, an ad she did for it's not just Instagram it's actually a, a whole campaign she did for this Cake. Panettone, but like an expensive panettone. It's so funny that sh- that it's a like Italian influencer who got in Italian trouble over, of, over Italian Christmas cake. Yes, a branded Christmas cake that is not a not a normal uh, panettone, pandoro. So she has to pay a fine of one million euros, which is one point one eight million dollars, mm-hmm. one point whatever, for misleading customers over charity donations okay. linked to sales of a Christmas cake. So I was sort of like, okay, what does this mean? Because I, I kind of thought it was like, oh, she didn't ex- disclose that she was making money. She didn't disclose something. But it's that she lied. It's worse. No, it's worse. It's worse. So it's she like said. She was supposed to give money. To, it's a was a Christmas thing. She was supposed to give money to charity. And then she like didn't. 
But the thing about this cake is that every story about this says the same, this says the same thing, which is like most of these very common like prepackaged store-bought uh, pandoros, Pan- like panettones, panettone. are four euro. And they're in every grocery store. Everyone gets them. They're a part of life. Oh, it's a Christmas alternative to panettone. Yes. So it's similar, but... It's similar, but it's not the same. Kiara's is nine euro. And so part of the advertisement was you're paying more because A, my branding, but B, I'm giving money to charity. We're giving giving, uh, charity for a bone cancer research hospital in Turin. And then they find out that, well, the allegation or the, 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 the lawsuit is that you implied that a portion of the sales would go to the charity. Exactly. But what actually happened is that she donated 50,000 euros before so she gave a flat cake even fee. went on sale. She it gave wasn't a flat based fee. on the sales, even though they're telling yes. consumers, well, the more of this expensive panettone you buy, the more money mm-hmm. goes to charity. And that's mm-hmm. just not the case. Devolverò un milione di euro a Regina Margherita per sostenere le cure dei bambini. Ma non basta. Lo voglio fare pubblicamente perché mi sono resa conto di aver commesso un errore di comunicazione. Well, they, you know, they always say, you know, you, you can't have your cake and also make a lot of money <laughs> and steal from charities. No, I think, I think, I, I think the, the same, phrase right? you're looking for actually works. I think you can't have your cake and eat it too, just simply works here. <laughs> I think that's the one. Does that work in Italian? Do they have a phrase like that in Italian? Well, let's see. I'm going to butcher it. Let's let me butcher the Italian version of can't have your cake and eat it too. In Italian. Well, you love, your, you love doing your Italian accent. Non può avere la tua torta e mangiare anche tu. That's like probably this sounds insane because I just did a Google Translate. Non puoi avere la botta piena, la moglia bianca. Do you know the proverb literally means you cannot simultaneously retain possession of a cake and eat it too. Once the cake is eaten, it is gone. (laughs) (laughs) The Italian version of you can't have your cake and eat it too is you want your barrel full of wine and your wife is drunk. Is that supposed, is that real or is that racist? I'm sorry. Like, is that real? I don't know if that's real. That does not sound real. Wait, yes. In English, on the Wikipedia. Okay, again, another great source source for this. But in on Wikipedia, in Italian, it says it's volere la bot piena e la mogile mm-hmm. ubriaca. You want the mm-hmm. barrel full of wine and the wife drunk. That you too want the barrel full of okay. wine and the wife drunk. You can't have okay. your barrel full of wine and your wife drunk. Oh, wait. So now I'm understanding it. So it's saying it's the same idea as like, because if you have the cake, then you can't eat it. And if you eat it, you don't have it anymore. You can't get your wife drunk if you want your barrel full of wine. wine. Yes. God, I don't know why. Why did that take me so hard to understand? I would just kept imagining this like very drunk Italian woman like leaning on a barrel of wine. It's actually clever. It's like, you know, you can't you can't like get your wife fucked up. So she stops yelling at you. And also have your wine because you have to use it to get her drunk. Okay. I love this. In Yiddish, it's you can't dance on two weddings with one ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a Polish version that is that translates to the wolf is full and the sheep are all accounted for. Oh, my God. <laughs> See? This is the greatest Wikipedia I've ever been to. This is a really good Wikipedia. The Japanese is you can't if you can't chase two rabbits at the same time, you will not catch either. Oh, I love humanity. We are. We're all saying the same things. God, please play the Rihanna song we all want, love, <laughs> right here. <laughs> the French one is to want the butter and the money to buy the butter, which is so French. It's funny. What, the Really, good. the funniest thing is, we, you know, these are all the most them they could be. I like the Spanish one. There are two. Wishing to be both at the mass and in the procession. Mm, oh, bleak. Yeah, to be both at the mass and in the bell tower, ringing mm, the bells. Mm-hmm, I like these. Mm-hmm. One cannot sell the cow and drink its milk. That's in Scottish. Okay, I love this. This is an amazing. Everyone, please go to the Wikipedia for you can't have your cake and eat it because <laughs> it is unbelievable. <laughs> Every country has one of these. I know. I'm really happy that we found this. I'm really happy. Thanks to... Kiara, we found it. And the truth Uh is that she can't have her cake and eat it. And she can't get her husband drunk and also still have the wine in the barrel. And also still have the wine. In the barrel. I I found their 
they have a reality show on Amazon Prime it- Italy, but it's yeah. so accessible in the United States. It's just subtitled, and it's called The Ferragnes with mm-hmm. a Z. I've heard about this. Only eight episodes. Only eight episodes. I think they didn't want to do it anymore. Ciao, guys. Ferragnes season two. Woo. <laughs> when we talked about her, we were like, she has like amazing, she does amazing partnerships. Like she's really like yeah. making a ton of money about of, out of being essentially a glamorous uh, influencer. Yeah. Wait, did she get, she had to pay a million dollars. That's the end of the story. Oh, she had to pay a million dollars. So essentially, I forgot to say this. She essentially broke even. So she got, she made this amount of money from doing this branding deal. So she just gave it back. she essentially had to pay it back. Like, Mm. I actually think she had to pay a little bit more. But ultimately, the thing is just canceled out. Ciao guys, this is Chiara Ferragni. We are here in Milano and today we're going to have a very fun video. What's inside my Lady Dior bag? This is... Sorry, the the actual gag of the century is that Queen Camilla is starting a podcast. <laughs> Every this is there too. I, many. There are too many. This is <laughs> there are too many now. We're done. This is actually there. Well, are too did you many. see Amanda? I'm not. We won't get into it. But Amanda Bynes started a podcast, had one episode, and then said, "I can't get Jack Harlow on this podcast, so I'm actually going to yeah, stop doing that. it altogether." Yeah, that's literally all we have to say about Amanda Bynes. But I did kind of was like. You're quitting your podcast because you can't get Jack Harlow to come on as a guest? Okay. So even though the podcast is doing really well and the uh, response has been great, I am going to take a pause on it for now. We are not able to get the type of guests that I'd like on the show, like say Jack Harlow or Drake or Post Malone. So maybe one day if we're able to get those types of guests on the show, we will resume the podcast. But for now, I'm taking a pause on it. Thank you, everyone who watched. I really hope you enjoyed it. And that is all for now. So Queen Camilla. Calling her Queen Camilla sounds like it feels wrong. We have too many Camillas in culture, and I forgot about Camilla. Camilla. Queen Camilla Camilla is getting a podcast, and of course the rags are obsessed because they won't let her forget that uh, about Megan's podcast. Right. But also it's like she's following in Megan's footsteps. There's something funny about it. It's like Megan did it first. You're just you're just copying it. Megan. Megan did it first. Queen Queen Camilla is set to release her own podcast after Meghan Markle's Archetypes podcast failed to take off. It didn't fail to take off. Spotify just didn't want to pay twenty million dollars for it anymore, or whatever they were paying. Yeah, and I think it also they just stopped making episodes of it. It, it was I think it all did totally fine, but it was just too expensive. It did fine. The Reading Room is an extension of Queen's of the Queen's Book Club, which she established in 2021. Oh, the Queen loves to read, mm-hmm. and Her Majesty will use her status to celebrate literature and impactful authors. Have you ever imagined stepping into the reading room of your favorite author or most admired person? Welcome to the Queen's Reading Room podcast, the place where we invite lovers of literature to share with us some of the bookish treasures from their own reading rooms. What would you do if Queen Camilla like read your book in her book club? That would really be a huge thing for you. I'd be like, I love the monarchy. I'm obsessed with you. You're amazing. You really would. You would. You're you my would favorite be like, Camilla. Slay Camilla. I'm by you, mother. Like, yeah. No, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I'd be like, you're a legend. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm moving here. I'm you, mother. <laughs> Your husband is so sexy. <laughs> I'd be like, you know. <laughs> you would move to London and you would live, like, you would like move into the castle. No. Yeah. 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 Of course. I tell her I, I tell her she's mother. <laughs> no. And the entire article mother after consort. they just say that Camilla's launching a <laughs> podcast is just being rude to Megan. <laughs> when you're laughing at yourself now. <laughs> mother consort. I'm you, sorry. That's funny. And it's coming out in January. Damn, it's crazy that you become queen. You do so much work, you become queen, and then you have to launch a <laughs> podcast. Like, of all, like that's the reward. There's something. I'm sorry. No offense to. Uh, it's just it feels. No offense to who? Camila, the, the queen? queen. It just is so. It's so degrading. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's degrading to the yes, royal I brand. Know. I know. It's true. The Queen's Reading Room is a podcast place for book lovers and those who wish they loved literature a bit more. I'm reading from the official, by the way. To be inspired by the bookish confessions of a global of global literary heroes. Authors from all over the world, could be you, have shared their own literary treasures with us, revealing their favorite writers, most treasured books, and earliest reading memories. Who does Sir Ian Rankin read when he's low? Where does David Baddiel stash his fiction? And which masterpiece has Anne Patchett given up on? again and again this brand new series delves into the homes and hearts of authors that we love the most okay, okay i forgot i forgot where's camilla that they didn't mention camilla in that but okay i forgot that she started the queen's reading room during the pandemic as like a uh book a book club. club i just as a book yes. club 
See this. The podcast yeah. is hosted by the Queen's Reading Room CEO, Vicky Perrin, and will feature insights from the Queen in each episode. So the Queen isn't even hosting it. Wait, this is that's truly she'll she's be not on. Even the host. No, but she'll be on. I knew that, but she'll be on every episode. iHeartRadio is about to swoop in <laughs> and take over. <laughs> we can't have the what not, ad, we can't have Queen Camilla. What ad would you most like to hear the Queen? Oh my. Read? God, if the queen did American, an ad I know it would for, work in the UK, but like an American. Well, product. if the queen, it would just be what's the most funny thing to hear the queen read that you knew she would never do. So it's like Helix mattress, right? <laughs> like the queen has no, like never has Camila like chosen a mattress, like does not know, you know, when has she ever slept on a bad mattress, you know, in her entire life? I bet the mattresses in Buckingham Palace are pretty disgusting and like bad for your back. <laughs> I have to say, I, th- I bet that they could use okay. a Helix refresh. The thought of Queen Camilla preparing her own food is like absolutely laughable. Me and Charles, we're just, we're, we're so, so busy. busy after a long work day of stealing tax money from the the the, 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 the public. Colonizing really takes it out of you. <laughs> what are we supposed to eat? And that's when I pull out a factor meal and I put it in, in the microwave in the and microwave it's fucking oven. delicious. We come home after a long day of work and like the last thing we want to do is cook, which is probably true for them, but they never cook at all. They've had chefs but, their whole lives. What's, what's the long day of work? Like waving at crowds around waving. town? Oh, podcasting. Oh, podcasting. Which is hard work. as Collecting we've... your interest? <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> Having your cake and eating yeah, it too? Saying something vile to your daughter-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> takes a that actually does take a lot of energy out of you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very funny. It's very funny. Just the very... I mean, I know she's not hosting it, but like she's going to be on a podcast every fucking weekend. It's called the Queen's Reading Room Podcast. I know. Well, you know, podcasts are demeaning in different ways. So we don't... Maybe hers will be a less demeaning podcast. Mm-hmm. So she won't have to read the... She won't re- have to read the mid-roll. Or maybe there is no mid-roll. Maybe the uh, the taxes of the English people are paying for this podcast to Jesus. be produced. Yeah, you know? it's on the BBC. Yeah. Timmy. It literally Timmy is. says she want to be Dua Lipa so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Timmy's number one favorite podcaster, Dua Lipa. It's true. Selling Sunsets, Amanda yeah. Smith slips into a very racy mesh dress as she parties with Chriselle Staus and Emma Hernan at 47th birthday bash. And I thought the dress was the funniest part of this kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's so much funnier than just the dress. It's a spawn party. For what? For a dating app <laughs> there, called Blush. I have Blush. to say, if I'm doing a spawn party, you bet your ass it's not going to be my birthday party. I, I'm I'd be sick to sell that. Selling no. your birthday party really is the is the come on. The thing the is lo- a little bit of the you lowest. You do it and then you do it and then you, you just have a do different another party. one. But I'm just saying, like, kind of being like, you know, you're looking back on your life and you're like, what did we do for my 47th birthday party? Oh, I wore a very I wore a very racy mesh dress <laughs> as I spawn did a spawn for like a weird app, you know. Amanza X blush. I guess I would also be like, I and I made a million dollars. No, I think it's a great idea. Squeeze it. Okay, the dress. Describe the dress. Hmm. Can you? <laughs> it's sort of like, what if, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a gowned, it's like, what if you were just wearing fishnets over your Mesh. whole body? Right? Yeah. What if you were just Form wearing fishnet. underwear, <laughs> no bra, and fishnet. Yeah. Just thong. Wrapped around you. Fishnet. Yeah. Pasties. But the fishnets yeah. are sort of taper out into a uh, uh, like some kind of train. Like it is a gown. It's a gown, but it's fishnet or like I don't know what well, else to yes. call it. Well, yes. No, it's giving tits is what it's I giving did think, because I can see them. But I didn't think weirdly. And I saw some – we tweeted some photos of this um, because they sent the press release. And I was like <gasps> – instantly sent it to Lindsay. And sometimes I hate press releases we get, but I was like this is a top-tier press release. Um, complete with a Dropbox link with all the photos. I was so happy to see them. Um, I saw a lot of people responding to our tweet saying like, oh, they didn't think she looked great or they didn't actually like the dress. She looks like nuts. But I genuinely think that compared to the things that she wears on the show, this was actually pretty, it's pretty normal and normal. It's pretty normal. Yeah. You know? It's pretty normal. But I, I do think, unlike the things she wears on the show, she actually couldn't wear this to a broker's open. No. Like, like, she, no. like she is naked. Yeah, you know, she is. Like, you can't wear, like, a thong and, like, your tits out yeah. to a broker's open. I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, what's her face? I'm sure Emma Hernan, like, would try. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm just saying, I don't think you could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, what I do like about this spawn party is the people who attended were just other cast members. Mm-hmm. And I think it's nice that they all support each other well, in their stupid You all parties. have to do this. 
you have to this is their well, job you don't now. have to it, i think it's favor trading like i really think it's like oh, that's what i mean if a man's is like if you come to my like blush sponsorship birthday party beauty thing, and sex. i owe you one and mm-hmm. i will be at whatever stupid thing you do mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i think that that's nice I don't think that they're all necessarily required. I, I think it's more of a training. Yeah. They're training. But Jason and Grayson were there. Mary Jason was there. Romaine was of there. Of course, Mary was there. I didn't Mary, see Chelsea. Romaine. No Christine, no obviously. Chelsea. Where's Christine? Paris. But, you know, we got the we got a lot of the main cast members. And Amanda looks great. And she's number one. What is blush? An app? Oh, Brie wasn't there. Brie, no, it's dating a dating app. app. Mm-hmm. It's a dating app that's like... Uh, I only went to the actual app store thing, but it's like, oh, invite only. So it's it seems like an exclusive dating app. Great. Useless. Okay, great. Amazing. Incredible. I don't want to talk about Tara Reid. Is that fine? Yes. The only thing is uh, there was a profile profile of her in um, Bustle, mm-hmm. and the big reveal was she dated Tom Brady off and on before he was, quote, so serious. <laughs> Property Brothers. Property Brothers in the news. Yeah, so no, it's it's amazing. She's got a beautiful voice, and and I had never actually seen New Girl when we first started dating, but I had seen Elf and Five Hundred Days of Summer and everything, so I knew how talented she was. And the weird thing is, he dresses up as Elf every <laughs> every morning. He wears that outfit yeah. to try and impress her. Hey, it works. Method. Yeah. It I like works. It. Not it, Will Ferrell's outfit. Her outfit. Yeah. So yeah, tiny. Yeah, it's, it's awkward on John. He has brothers right there. I like that. They're both in the news. Well, the main brothers. The third brother isn't in the news. Well, Drew, so 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 Drew and Drew and Jonathan are both in the news. One's doing one thing and one's doing another. Here's what the first one is doing: How Jonathan Scott and Zoe Deschanel are blocking out the BS amid wedding planning. Process. How long have they been engaged? It's insane. Get married. If I have to hear one more thing about this wedding planning, I'm gonna KMF. Am I right? <laughs> oh, I guess they've only been engaged for. Four months. Okay, never mind. I feel like they've been engaged for years. Drew Scott was once Tom Welling's butt double on Smallville. Quote, a little side thing. Quote, I was the body double for Tom Welling. Scott, 42, tells people exclusively because who else would listen? So when they're like doing the butt (laughs) shots and ab shots, I was the one they were using. I was the one they were using. It was great. It was a little side thing. I was pursuing acting back in the day, and between gigs, a friend of mine was a stand for the character Lux Luther, and he said, hey, we need a fill to do a stand-in and some photo doubling for Superman, and I'm like, you're looking at me? So that was a fun gig I did a little bit of. They're both just so wacky. Good at getting press. <laughs> but also this but also this <laughs> is a reminder that these guys wanted to be a lot of other things before they wanted to be the Property Brothers. You know, they wanted to be magicians. They wanted to be actors. No, they wanted that's to do what well, I'm obsessed you know, with that. They right. wanted to be it's, famous. It's, they are, these are not two contractors who were discovered. Like, these are two actors who found out how to be famous, yeah. who discovered how to be famous yeah. via many routes. And right. they got their real that's estate license, so... then they became like a, a certified contractor or whatever. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> And never, don't you fucking forget it. I like them. Whatever. They're fine. They found out how to have their hammer and nail it too. <laughs> or whatever. Okay. What's the, what are the, what's the one that contractors That one say? works. That one's fine. I want to be famous. Now that it's getting all cold, there's nothing like wrapping yourself up in your like blanket on your comfortable mattress. You really notice how comfortable a Helix mattress is in the winter. Well, because you're spending more time in your bed because it's cold. You're so cozy and you don't want to leave. I'm always checking the dock in bed. I mean, you're just like in bed, all cozy, look like type typing on the laptop, mm-hmm. doing fake work, reading a little mm-hmm. book. It's the only place to be, especially if you've got a Helix mattress. There's nothing like it. They have 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Elite Collection. They have a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers. They have mattresses for kids. And of course, you take the quiz to find out which mattress is right for you, and then it ships to your door free of charge. And if you don't like it, they have a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty, so you can try it out and like return it if it doesn't work for you. I have the Midnight Lux, and it's so freaking comfortable. <laughs> and Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. So go to helixsleep.com who and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. You know that Bobby and I live in New York City. If there's anything we like talking about other than like, you know, what are the hot restaurants? It's apartments. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. I could talk about apartments for hours. (laughs) Where? What's in it? What do you want? How much? 
landlords, blah, blah, blah. What are your mandatories? Laundry and building? Oh, my God. You have a washer and dryer in the unit? Never heard of such a thing. Oh, my goodness. I don't need it. But you know what I do need? Dishwasher. You and I do need? Oh, I take a dishwasher. I take a (laughs) dishwasher. Actually, yeah, I take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer in a heartbeat. In a in washer a, dryer in a New any York day. minute, baby. Any day. Do you need a balcony? No, I find balconies overrated. I think they're a scam. I think balconies <laughs> are a scam to make <laughs> people feel like they have extra value. Maybe you're like, no carpets. Maybe you're like, I need hard floors. Maybe you're like, I have a pet. I need somewhere to put my pet. These are all the things that you need to know when you're looking for an apartment. And using apartments.com means you can filter in and filter out whatever you want mm-hmm. and you don't want when you're searching for apartments. And that is yep. crucial. Features like favorites has the listings that stood out to you so you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. You know what I recommend from Quince? I got a classic organic purse sale duvet cover. I got it in, what color did I get it in? Sand? It's a mm-hmm. nice earthy, it's not white, but it's it's a nice off-white sand. It's great. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. I love it. It's very comfortable. Quince is very well known for their washable silk. I have a piece. I have a skirt, washable mm-hmm. silk skirt. And there's nothing like, again, I know we keep saying washable silk, but there's really truly nothing like washable silk because silk is really hard to take care of, good silk. And you can wash Quince silk. Mm-hmm. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Wow. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. I want to be famous. Let's go on to relationships. This, you know, we're not talking about Tom Cruise on this podcast. No. But when Tom Cruise has a new rumored romance and 40,000 tabloids write about it nonstop as if it's anything at all, I have to pay attention because it's all over the place. I wanted Tom Cruise to play me in a movie until he started dating my Russian socialite ex-wife. Oligarch who survived two assassination (laughs) attempts in the UK reveals astonishing twist as world is captivated by Hollywood star's new romance. Tom Cruise finds love with Russian socialite. Mission Impossible star 61 is spotted canoodling with 36-year-old ex-wife of diamond trading oligarch who hid her $1 million handbags during their divorce battle at a party in London's Mayfair. It's weird that I always forget that Tom Cruise kind of just mostly lives in London. Mm -hmm. And like hangs out with um, fucking Michael Caine. Yeah. So he's just like in London, like doing London shit kind of secretly. Mm -hmm. But now he's dating a Russian oligarch's ex-wife. Whose name is Elsina Kairova. Kairova. She's the daughter of a prominent Russian MP and ex-wife of a diamond trading Uh oligarch. And this is... And he seems to be besotted with her, says a quote. What's funny about this is it's all typical Tom Cruise stuff where it's anonymous sources being like, they hit it off. They're they're definitely smitten. They're deep in love. So you have your anonymous sources, which happen all the time with Tom Cruise romances when he's dating some random who actress that he's working with or some other random model that he's working with or, you know, encountered somewhere. But this has the added twist of... This woman's ex-husband, ex-husband being the one who's being like, speaking she's dating Tom Cruise and I'm pissed off about it. You know, like this is. Well, what he says is he says, watch out because he's like, be careful. Like my wife, like our divorce was right. bad and she like took off, tried to take all my money. So like you better fucking watch out for her. She'll try to have her Tom and Cruise it too. I don't know. Okay. He spoke exclusively with the Daily Mail. He, and he probably got from paid his a good $27 million dollar Surrey mansion. He said. Irrespective of whoever she's with, Tom Cruise or anybody else, he basically doesn't believe it either, they should be aware that she likes the finer things in life and has expensive and luxurious taste. Tom should keep his eyes and wallet wide open. But I'm happy for her. I wish her the best. Sure. These pics of him are insane. Sorry, of him in his house. They got these like exclusive pics of him just standing in yeah, front of like his house. Yeah, he's like posing with his hands on his shoulder being like, I mean hands on his hips being like, look at my kingdom. Here it is. 
there are no photos of Tom with this woman. Like, there are no blurry photos of these two even just like walking into a restaurant together. It's all sourced. It's it's all sourced from anonymous people, you know. Mm-hmm. And this guy just yeah no I took mean it's, ran. that's why I'm saying it's not it, it's once again a Tom Cruise romance in which it's like just mm-hmm. barely a thing. If not, just uh, uh, I'll take your word for it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why I wrote I'm so happy a Tom Cruise quiz. I'm so happy. It's called. I'm calling this quiz the who's of Tom Cruise. Oh, I love who's that. Of Cruise. Who's who's in Cruise? Okay. Who's of Cruise? Who's of Cruise? Who's of Cruise? Who's of Cruise? We're going to go on a journey of women okay. that Tom Cruise, who's, uh, mostly who's, maybe of them are two, but mostly who's, of women that Tom Cruise has been rumored to have rumored. dated at any yeah, period. Because they're almost always and I'm gonna see if, And I'm going to see, Bobby, if you can name them. Okay. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And let me finish before you before you yell at the okay. name because right. there's a lot of thank you for telling me that because I would have been screaming. Yeah, I know. This little house on the prairie actress mm-hmm. and former SAG president dated Tom Cruise in 1981. Mm-hmm. She also co-starred in the TV movie Hometown Christmas, playing the mother of the Hill star Stephen Coletti, who commented on her post about appearing on the cover of People Health. You're beautiful, mom. <laughs> you know how hard it was for me to not scream, Melissa Gilbert. <laughs> It's Melissa Gilbert. It's Melissa Gilbert. I just wanted to add in the part that she was on the cover of People Health mm-hmm. and Stephen Coletti commented, you're beautiful, mom. And I was like, that's her kid. And then I realized, no, it's her fake kid from the TV movie Hometown yes. Christmas. Okay, moving on. Said, quote, about Bruce Springsteen's now wife, who briefly dated Tom in 1985, according to People Magazine, quote, she was hardly a nun before she met Bruce, said a friend, adding, she doesn't go out with accountants. <laughs> Name her. Bruce's now wife. Bruce Springsteen's now wife, who briefly dated Tom in 1985. Oh, I was confused about this connection. Bruce Springsteen's current wife dated Tom Cruise in the 80s. It's kind of his longtime love. Like, it's like, if you know, you know. I really, I have, I have absolutely no idea. I'm sorry. I'm not a Bruce Springsteen. Her name is Patty. Patty. Her name is Patty. Come on. Patty Scalfa. Patty Scalfa. I think that's how you pronounce it. Scalfa. Okay, here we go. Don't yell out. Okay. She's now dating a Beverly Hills-based orthopedic uh-huh. surgeon. She briefly dated Tom in 2005 after he provided Scientology leaders with a list of women he was interested in pursuing mm-hmm. at the time, according to Andrew Morton's book, Tom Cruise, an unauthorized biography. Mm-hmm. Sophia Vergara. That's correct. One of, yeah. Next one. That that whole that whole era of Tom Cruise's Crazy. dating history Bad. was like Weird. absolutely wild. That was also like peak me reading D-listed as well. So, yes. She starred in The Hand That Rocks the Cradle oh. as a widow who, in, who infiltrates the life of one of one of her dead husband's sexual misconduct accusers. She also dated Tom in 1993 when their on-screen chemistry in Risky Business turned out to be real. Rebecca De Mornay. That's And correct. I think that was actual. Like, I think they were actually dated. No, she yeah. said they dated. Yeah. No, she, she literally said They were said like it. sexy 80s we, couple. We, we yeah. We dated. Mm-hmm. Leah Remini claimed in her 2015 memoir that around 2004, this woman, quote, underwent a confidential mission for the church where she thought she was being prepared for a special humanitarian project, but ended up with the role of Tom's girlfriend. The relationship lasted just three months. She also played CIA analyst Farah Shirazi on seasons three and four of Homeland. But I know you know her. No, I know. I can. I can picture her. I can picture her. her name is Nazanin. Nazanin. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Boniadi. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten her last name. I was like, oh. That's okay. Like I was Nazanin. like, Nas. Nas. Yes. Isn't yes, that crazy? Yes, yes. Okay. Poor woman. In late 2012, Tom Cruise got tongues wagging when he was seen spending time with the younger half sister of his Rock of Ages co-star Malin Ackerman at a nightclub in Stockholm following the Swedish premiere of Jack Reacher. <laughs> Ackerman, the the one that she, it, this woman who you're going to name, mm-hmm. is now engaged to a guy named Tom Payne, who I just saw last night in a trailer for that Bloomberg movie, Imaginary, where the teddy bear is killing people. <laughs> What's her name? What's uh, her name? <laughs> wait, I did not know Malin Ackerman had a sister. You're so never going to guess gonna her, do name. This. Okay, her name. Her name is, is Jennifer oh. <laughs> Ackerman. <laughs> but isn't that funny? He was, he was Jennifer Ackerman. Ackerman. <laughs> yeah. Is she an actress? No, but her husband is. I was going to say something rude, but I'll keep it in. Say it. 
No, Say I almost it. said, is she an actress? Her sister certainly isn't. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, that was funny. Good, that's funny. Thanks. Okay, Thanks. last question. This one you know both because like okay. this is our fave. But okay. he's reportedly dated oh, two Mission Impossible say. co-stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only one of them, though, vehemently de- denied it, calling the rumors disconcerting, especially because at the time she was in a long-term relationship with actor Calum Turner. Name both women. The woman, the other woman, never denied it, but also never confirmed it. <laughs> Name both women. <laughs> well, that's what you're supposed to do when you allegedly date Tom Cruise. You don't deny it. You don't confirm it. You just name, let it roll. Name this woman. <laughs> name these women. Uh, queen and queen consort. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Kirby and Haley Atwell. <laughs> That's correct. Good job. That's my the who's of Cruise quiz. <laughs> Vanessa Kirby, the kiss, and after seeing Fallout in theaters like a hundred times, it's funny that that kiss is this like random moment, but like yeah. it's in the movie the and photos it was used as tabloid like, photos for so right. long. Oh, it's so... Look, I'm kissing. There is nothing weirder than using paparazzi photos of people kissing on set of a movie and then somehow extrapolating that Mm -hmm. that's them kissing in real life somehow. Because those photos were supposed to be used out of context, you know? Yes, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I like a walk to the park. I like that. I like a walk to the park. Because you are are romantic. I am total romantic. I like a walk to the park. I I like all that stuff, you know? I mean, I really... Uh, I love traveling. Uh, I love, love traveling. Speaking of absolutely hilarious, this, this made me laugh. a lot of play. <laughs> it got a lot of play because this is a very long saga. So okay. Cameron finally took a photo with Cameron, Neil the Long, rapper. The rapper. Finally took a photo with Neil kind Long of them, at, actually. at their... But the, the who in the situation is this happened at their agent's... <laughs> birthday party oh is that the who in the question questions well because of neil long's like cheating scandal is this yeah. because cameron was like I'll, I'll freaking i'll make a move after the imeodoka cheating schedule what am i trying to say cheating scandal cameron reached out to neil long and was like yes. what's up girly like, you're so strong Slid and was like you're a queen you're and strong. by the way i'm a king yes <laughs> cameron is no so but the best the best part of the dm is Together we can achieve it. the greatness we were both destined for as a couple, parentheses, une vie à vivre. And then, close parentheses, that means we have one life to live. Pardon my French. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he sent he, her this message on DM and then posted on his Posted Instagram. it on his grid. Oh, my God. And said, and said this was we, last week. We talked week. about this at the time. Still this is no the other response. main reason I want to talk about this. Wait, did we? At the time we talked I about this. I literally don't remember this Because the okay. Neil Long divorce scandal or cheating scandal was like huge news. Right? No, I know. We talked about the divorce scandal, but I don't remember Cameron, like, po- I don't remember Cameron reaching out via DM and then posting it. But I he bet. He posted I, it? I believe you. Yeah. He posted it. She never responded. Two weeks ago, he was on his podcast, speaking of podcasts. He has a podcast called It Is What It Is. Oh. With Mace and some woman I didn't, who wasn't famous to me. One week later, he ends up at a birthday party. Also, the other host is someone named Treasure Wilson. I should have said that. The event where they met was at, right, that's what it was, Rich Paul's birthday. Okay. It was Rich Paul's oh, birthday. Oh, that's like a glamorous birthday. Like yes. Adele was there. Yeah. Okay. It was Rich Paul's, why did I think it was like their mutual agent? Okay. Yeah, you, he, made him be, you made him feel like a who, but he's like kind of them. No, he's actually them. So they, at this party, they finally meet and they take a photo together mm-hmm. and Neil Long <laughs> Could not look less interested in the photo. He's posing like a fan. It looks like a meet and greet photo. I mean, and she really she is captions it, nice meeting you at Mr. Understore Cameron. Happy birthday at Rich Paul. <laughs> nice That's it. Nice That's meeting it. you being the, the finale She's of She's not playing along. Slide. She's not feeling it. So good. Nice meeting you. And there's all these weird videos of him like meeting her and hugging, and she's just so not feeling not it. into it. <laughs> well, we talking about Nia Moore. Nia my, my Moore. Nia Moore. Yeah, listen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're in the blogs, Jim. Yeah, listen, man. Um, Don't mess that one up. I'm not with Nia. <laughs> it's because I see people talk. People are doing exactly what you're saying. Yo, Cam, don't fumble this. This is look. I, I've met. I met. Uh, I met my Nia Moore. She was she was very very cool. Yeah, I seen actually Suge brought it to me, and I, he said my brother loves you. I'm like, oh Nia Moore, what's up? Yeah. She's like, so she says you're funny, you're hilarious. Yeah, I say yo, but I'm you know, yeah. I, I got yeah. yeah. 
So I said, but what up? She said, I said, did you see my DM? But you didn't open it. She said, I seen it. I said, what you thought about it? She said, no, that was fly. That was a fly. I said, all right. Okay. And we, that's it, people. (laughs) We we took a couple pictures. Uh, Demi Lovato is engaged to someone. Oh, Jutes. Oh, right. We talked about Jutes. We talked about Jutes. Bored. Demi Lovato being engaged last time was so exciting. And this time I feel less excited. That's no. scammer, I, I feel like being less excited about Demi Lovato's engagement story is, good. is probably healthy. It's yes. good. It means it might be fine for her. Right. It's, it's true. Like, for all She doesn't want parties. us to be excited about her engagement because, uh, you know, the last one. Max Ehrlich is up to some weird shit always. His Instagram is so weird. Oh, he is? Oh, he is? <laughs> so weird. He has like music and like oh, just weird guy. Anyways, are we shocked? No. No. Who is Sarah Rafferty's husband? What is this? Read the headline. Just read the headline. Who is Who? Sarah Rafferty's husband? All about Santu Sapala. That headline structure is now fucking. It's the most. It's endemic. It's, it's endemic. everywhere yeah, now. Yeah, it's real. It is. It's, it's, it's like, gone from um, just Jared to everywhere, and I cannot I stand it. It's really giving. Um, it's the. It's it's, it's giving it's, viral. It's giving. It's giving viral. Season. It's it's the question and the answer. Who is the husband? All about this person. It's like they're squeezing every drop of SEO out. So it's like because Suits is being watched by most of America, there's people are asking who's her husband, and this is literally her husband, and no one cares. Yeah, and no, and there's no information about him. So the so this article is even more useless because it's like it's just they're very for private, and there's they're no very information. Private. Okay. They're Jamie very Fox's daughter is engaged. Okay. What I didn't realize was when I was reading about this, I was like, why do I care that Jimmy Fox's daughter, Corinne, is engaged to boyfriend Joe Hooten? Quote, I knew you were my forever. Like, I don't really know about this woman. And then at some point I was, re- I thought this is in the people's story. I bolded it on the fourth paragraph. One image showed the former beat Shazam host kissing her now fiance on the cheek while she hugged Hooten as she looked towards the camera in another. And I was like, wait, they confuse things. Her dad hosted Beat Shazam. Right. She didn't host Beat Shazam. Is this a photo of Jamie? But no, she was the DJ on Beat Shazam no, for at least no, a few episodes. No. She also yes. was in 47 Meters Down Uncaged. Yes, the sequel to 47 Meters Down. Okay. Anyway, that's all. Let's just move on to Rita, I think. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita Ora was on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. Again, this podcast comes up a lot. Who is this? This woman comes up a lot. We talked about this woman at one point. Yeah. Did we? Amanda? I think her name's Amanda. Is her name Amanda? Her name is Amanda. Rita Orr was on her podcast. She does give Amanda. I don't listen to it, so I don't really know what the, like the topics are. But she, what she said, which made the news, well, and by the news, I mean Dua Lipa Hungry, the account uh, that follows Dua Lipa's, the, the account from a Hungry that follows Dua Lipa's goings-ons on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, quoted it. And because she said, uh, she shouts out the other Albanian women in the industry. And I guess the thing is, is like they don't, they rarely mention each other in this way, but I feel like they mention each other a lot. Oh, they, I feel like they mention each other all the time. But there is this weird undercurrent of like, oh, is there a feud? And I'm like, no. We're always looking for a feud. We're always looking for a feud between these Albanian pop stars. And I just feel like we're not going to find it. We always default to feud, I think, culturally. If you are a consumer of, of celebrity journalism, if you like enjoy celebrity stuff and celebrity pop culture, I think you always default to feud. You assume I would argue that though, despite this being a nice idea conceptually, Rita Ora has done music collabs and they resulted in the song Girls. And I would argue that she does not need to be doing that again. Girls is not a terrible song. That song is stupid. But remember when uh, Cardi B was like, I'm in this song with these like cool random women. I've never heard of them before. And it was like Rita and Charlie and uh, one more person. Oh, my God. Was it no, just it was BB no. Rexa. It was BB Charlie. I just feel like that Rita, song Cardi. was not it. It was not it. They were not a super group. That wasn't it. I just didn't. I always sort of quietly thought that song was fine. Okay. We just didn't need a conceptual uh, follow up to 
I kissed a girl and I liked it. And we got one and no one asked for it, you know? Yeah. What else? Uh, Rita Orr is performing all over the place at these jingle bells. Jingle balls? Yes. Jingle bell balls? Mm-hmm. She's all over? Jingle yeah. ball ball? Okay. Mm-hmm. So was Zara mm-hmm. Larson. Oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is Zara Larson. Yeah. What is okay. this? I didn't click this. I should have clicked this. Rita Ora shows off her lavish lifestyle as she sits back on a first class flight watching an Audrey Hepburn classic while indulging in caviar. So what does that mean? She was eating caviar and Delta One watching Breakfast at Tiffany's? You just read the whole thing and said, what is this? It's literally what it says. <laughs> it's never been more clear. Caviar and Hepburn. She was watching oh, wait, it's Audrey not Hepburn Breakfast in the at sky. Tiffany's. No. It's not well, Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's, uh, what is it? It's she showed a still. You know, the other one. The, the, other the, one. the main one. The main one. What's the, the other one? one? Not no. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Roman Holiday? No, it's not Roman Holiday. It's um, it's Funny Face. I think it's, I think this is Funny oh, Face. Okay. Well, she watched it on she watched it on a plane while eating caviar. I can't believe Rita Ora just eats caviar on a plane. Well, according to the VIP list girlies, uh, caviar is like really back. Okay, listen, listen. The big news. Sorry, we didn't even talk about this. The big news is that Rita Ora got pronuvoed. Rita Ora got pronuvoed. We only texted about this. We didn't. She put got pronuvoed. She got pronuvoed. She said they. She says they didn't find anything, which I'm thrilled by. Ugh, I mean, I at this point, it's more about getting the pronuvo than finding anything for me. I just I, want the pronuvo. I'm so. She got jealous. the pronuvo. She got the pronuvo. So she got the pronuvo. Rita Ora got but the she, pronuvo. She I was posted for her. her to get didn't it. she post her pronuvo in a photo dump? Wasn't it not even really like a pronuvo spawn as sort of blatant as we're used to pronuvo spawn? Here we go. Here we go. L.A. Dumplings. It's the one where she's in workout gear in the first photo. The Pranuvo is five, six, six. And she doesn't call out Spawn. She just did Pranuvo. That's how famous Rita Ora is. She doesn't even need to put the Pranuvo in the front slide. She tagged them, but she didn't call it Spawn. So I don't know what's happening here. Are we finished? Well, yes, we will be back on Friday with another new episode. As usual, there will not be one the day after Christmas. But then we'll be back after that. So, thrilling. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. I don't know. I was actually just talking to a friend last night. And he was like, are you, when are we, when are we not getting Who Weeklies? And I was like, oh, oh my God. What, go a <laughs> what, a, what a way to phrase it. What a way to phrase it. So I think he was like, actually, when are your blackout dates? Like, when, when are you, when are you off? And I was like, oh, well, actually, these are the days. So we'll be back on Friday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619 who then believe questions, comments, and concerns. Actually, you know what? You can, but we're not doing that on Friday. We're doing something special and fun that will be a surprise. But it's a new episode. Um, you'll enjoy it's it, but gonna we're not going to play calls, are we? Yeah, we're not going to play calls. No, it's going to be one of our classic holiday Who Weekly episodes. And if you've heard us before, you'll know exactly what's to come. It's going to be amazing. Um, support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Yeah, I got to go watch. I got to watch George Santos on Z-Way. Bye. Oh, my God. Bye.